Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is TV worth talking about. My gut tells me we're dealing with sophisticated problems. This is Shrine Podcasts. Trigger Point. Hello, how are you? Welcome to a new episode of Shrine. I'm Rebecca. I'm Brendan. And I'm Hannah. And it's a new year and we are back podcasting about a brand new series that we are so excited about, Trigger Point. Now, we're going to be chatting all about Trigger Point in a few minutes, but first we need to catch up. Um, Brendan, Hannah, how are you both and where are you both currently? Because we're all not in the same room. Guys, it's been 84 years and unfortunately I'm back in my bloody wardrobe. Yeah, guys. Well, I'm really glad that we all survived 2021. That's a huge achievement. Well done, everyone. I've made a little fort in my room. Um, I'm sort of wondering, do they with lots of cushions on the ground talking into a mic that has one of my socks from my foot on it? Hannah, I also have a sock from my... Well, it's not fresh off my foot. Like, it's a clean sock, but I also have a sock over my microphone. Um, I'm back in my wardrobe because I, I have contracted the COVID-19 virus. Oh, Brent, the virus. You poor chicken. Uh, But touch wood and thank thank the Lord for modern medicine and boosters and that we're so lucky enough to be in a country where we can get access to vaccines. I am... I'm completely fine. I have like the, the, I'm the tiniest bit nasally, but uh, touch wood, so far so good. I've had much worse colds. So uh, I'm grand in the grand scheme of things. Good to hear. Um, I do find it strange that you both have socks over your microphones, but the audio quality has improved since our line of duty podcast. Oh, the bloody quarantelli. (laughs) Yes. Don't advertise that, please. Sorry. (laughs) And just refresh my memory. Did we enter some of that quarantine for a British podcast award? Yes. I want to apologise to the judges of the British podcast award. <laughs> if anyone has this that choice, I think we, to be honest, looking back now, I, number one, I'm mortified that we did that. Number two, that we recorded it and then ended it for a bleeding award. And number two, I think we were just delirious with the pandemic and it had gone on for a year and a half and we were just like, Fuck it. Why wouldn't we put this shite in for an award? So um, that was a mistake. (laughs) Well, my voice was so distorted that I sounded like I was on crime watch. (laughs) People DM'd us and like were begging us to stop. Like people broke comments. (laughs) People gave us feedback on Apple and they were just furious because it was an assault of the years. And yeah, we are responsible for that. No, At a we, time that was difficult enough for people. Totally. And we do work in radio. So yeah, <laughs> we should have known better, but we tried Guys, our I best. I have a degree in music technology as in the technology of audio. And I thought that that was okay. 
to release that to the you know what I mean anyway listen we're here in spirit all together um what are you guys both watching at the moment Brendan you go first what am I watching at the moment oh well I just started Afterlife on Netflix um normally I just sit down and watch out the first two seasons I just watch literally in one go um I don't know what's going on with the third season, but it's not holding me as much as everyone else. Like, I know all the people are adoring it. Um, also, obviously, one a week, and I know you guys are doing the same, The Tourist with Jamie Dornan <laughs> on BBC. Now, I haven't watched the latest episodes because oh. I'm not allowed out of my bedroom to get down to the television. Um, but I honestly thought The Tourist, the first two episodes started, and I was like, oh my God, this is like gripping television, extremely high quality like very well written and then episode three just took a bloody turn and I was like for God's sake well you know how I feel about that American man so there's an American man in the tourist <laughs> I won't give away too much but any person he meets he's like oh you're a nurse my mama used to be a nurse it's fan fan work you people do fan fan work I say that constantly now so I am thankful to the tourist for that it is it's wild really isn't it it's very zany and it wasn't what I was expecting so I just sort of blanket record those Sunday night 9pm BBC dramas because yes. they're always good and then you'll give it a go and then within the first 15 you'll know whether you're going to go ahead with it I didn't know what to make of the tourist I hadn't heard that much about it it was obviously just after Christmas so there wasn't much fanfare I said Jamie Jordan's in it and I'll give it a go and I think it's bloody brilliant and I'm fuming we don't have a podcast because we'd be crying laughing it's I wish bonkers. we did yeah, yeah. yeah. Wish we did yeah we yeah. will be crying laughing um I like I love the first episode because this isn't a spoiler like the whole thing is that he he loses his memory and he can't remember who he is or where he came from and so you're watching it not knowing anything about who he is or where he came from. And it's so intriguing, the first couple of episodes. And I'm dying to catch up now on the latest one. Yeah. Angelo and Bruni Franklin. Mm. Chloe Bishop is in the bloody thing. They, uh, there's a scene between the two of them yeah. that was quite saucy, wasn't it? Yeah, like honestly, if I was an actor, <laughs> if I was her facing him in a scene like that, I honestly... I'd lose all senses. I know I would. And you'd have to be professional, but I don't know how professional I could be if I'm, if I'm to be quite honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Hannah, what else are you watching at the minute? Um, Afterlife is on my list. I'm going to start it this week. I gave Yellow Jackets a go. Don't know if either of you have heard about that. It's basically um, a female football team go on a plane that crash lands in an island. What? And lots of weird shit happens and then a flash forwards to the future so how old they are now they're probably in their 40s and then flashes back to when they're teenagers on the island I believe there was cannibalism there was all sorts going on started I couldn't get into it my big ones at the moment euphoria the tourist I'm absolutely loving and the great pottery throwdown and landscape artists of the year I just really like at this time of the year to break up my murder mysteries with a beautiful crafting competition show. <laughs> yeah, I love um, breaking up uh, your, you know, the murder mysteries and breaking up the daily trot. All I do is go for a trot and then I come back and I'm like, what will I watch? Yeah, and we'll watch something scary. Now, I'd put the tourists in my scary category because it's tense. Yeah, And then just before you go to bed, it's like, let's, let's watch Landscape Artists of the Year. And it's just people painting and it's just really relaxing and then up you go to bed. So that's kind of how I'm living my life these days. Yeah, that's good. I'm also watching Euphoria. Um, over Christmas, uh, a series I loved was The Salisbury Poisonings. Didn't know a lot about the story. So I found that very, very intriguing and interesting. Did you guys watch that? 
no, I haven't. Uh, I, I did. I think I might have tried the first episode on Netflix, but I just I dropped off over Christmas. Over Christmas, what I did watch for the first time ever was every single Harry Potter movie in order. And I loved them. And then obviously watched the reunion episode on Now, which was uh, really emotional. Yes. Great pure. I think it was a really good move and I think it needed to come out this year. And I also watched all of the Harry Potters. I unfortunately myself got the COVID over Christmas. Um, but it was actually quite a nice excuse to watch a lot of telly. Um, this is a curveball now for me and us on this podcast and not something we've ever talked about before. But I binge watched and was obsessed with the Will Smith documentary on Disney Plus, which is called Welcome to Earth, I'm pretty sure. And it's like a David Attenborough style show. And we all love David Attenborough. I'm not the biggest Will Smith fan. Our Craig had on. He said it's absolutely breathtaking. So I said, I'll give it a go. Oh, guys, it blew me away. It was really. Oh, my God. It's like David Attenborough on crack because, you know, Will Smith jumping out of helicopters. He's in volcanoes. He's a (laughs) million feet under the ground. Yeah. Yeah, so there's mad shit, there's mad animals, the stuff you never even knew was going on on this planet. So that's, that on, show. that's on Disney Plus, okay? I, I must could check not that out. recommend it more. And while you're on Disney Plus, stick around for The Rescue, which is a feature-length documentary about the children who got stuck in the Thai cave last year. And you'll think, well, it was probably a couple of years now, you think you know this full story, but you don't. It is incredible. Oh, really? That is one of the best documentaries I've ever, ever watched. And that rescue... Like, they just had to go for it. They did not know whether it was going to work. Like, they were just winging it because it was either the cave's going to flood and they'll absolutely drown or we can try this mad plan that we have and they hopefully won't drown. But there was no certainties going into that. It is nail-biting. It's called The Rescue on Disney+. Plus, And okay. I cannot recommend that anymore. I've I'm seen definitely gonna check that people out. Um, tweeting about that. And it's on my list. I just, I don't know why. I, I, I actually don't be doing much these days. So I need to watch that. I'll watch that over the weekend. Dope sick on Disney+. Plus as well. Yes, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Phenomenal. Really, really yeah, that was one of my favourite things I've watched recently. Uh, just horrific because it's, it's a true story. Like, you don't realise how much went on with the opioid crisis in the yeah, US. Yeah, it's like, I, didn't, I didn't know half of it, really, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, Emily in Paris, sorry, I love it. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Guys, you're missing out. I don't Disney, think I am. Disney Plus really are stepping up the game now because remember when they launched and I think they were like, Jesus, this is a pandemic, we better push it out. There was no content on it. And now you've got all of the Marvel stuff, you've got documentaries, National Geographic stuff, dope sick. Like, yeah, I think Star, them kind of releasing that Star kind of section really yeah. like boosted their content. You were chatting there about um, just watching some nice things as well as some crime things. And something that I rewatched, I think just before Christmas, which I put in the nice category, um, was the split with our favourite Nicola Walker on BBC. You love that, Brendan. Yeah, yeah, so I rewatched it over just before Christmas uh, because um, the third and final, I think, season is coming out on BBC very shortly and it's um, directed by D. Copang O'Leary, you know, Dermot O'Leary's wife. I think this is her first time directing it and um, it should be out soon and I love it. It's just about uh, a family of uh, divorce lawyers and the the trials and tribulations of their clients' lives and their own romantic lives as well. It's so good. Um, But it's only on on BBC iPlayer so you can't stream it if you're in Ireland unless you have a dodgy link or whatever. Can we just quickly touch on, because I think we talked about this in our last podcast, The Morning Show, season two, which I completely (laughs) given up on. Well, COVID... 
pushed me towards watching it. And it's just mental, guys. They chose to go down the route of having the stars live in a reality that COVID existed in. And it is just incredibly interesting, if nothing else. It was wild, and they've renewed it for a third season. So, like, it is baffled by that. Yeah. I know Jennifer Aniston is doing everything she can to get out of that contract. Yeah, I'm shocked it's been renewed for a third season. Do you know? I think it was just the writing that wasn't great. Everything else, like, it was shot beautifully. The actors yeah. were great. You know, everything else. It just, it, it, I didn't enjoy the script, the storyline, or the writing. Yeah. Well, apparently, what happened was COVID hit, and they said, "Shite, we're rewriting the whole show." And it has that vibe of they went back through a storyline on the page. Well, I'd like and... to see the first draft. <laughs> yeah, bring back the first draft. Honestly, I don't want to see COVID in TV shows. I, I have no, no interest. Don't want to know. And guys, really quickly as well, another batched show to touch on the new Harlan Coben on Netflix. Stay <laughs> stop close. It, stop no, it. I got as far as the two dancing in the forest. Yeah, I said no. I said I ta-ta know. for now. Short. And I like his other series and I like Love his them. books you know yeah. The Stranger was really good um, Safe as well both brilliant series when they started dancing I just they said lost it's time for me one. to go yeah <laughs> agreed well um, one, one show that we are going to be obsessed with is of course Trigger Point so it's starting this week um, we first saw the trailer for this was a good few months ago now guys that we saw the trailer so the trailer for this I think was first shown the night of the Adele special on yes. ITV in November maybe what a move. Yeah, it feels like ages ago, but no, it actually wasn't. Yeah, that's really ITV going, this is our big show, bitches. Everyone that loves Adele, watch this, yeah. Yeah, so it's six episodes. We're going to be releasing new podcasts every single Wednesday. So the same thing that we did with Line of Duty and Vigil. Written by Daniel Brearley, produced by Jed Mercurio's production company, HTM Television, and of course starring Vicky McClure and Adrian Lester. Now, Daniel Brearley, do you want to know a bit about him? Go on, please. So I've done a Google because I hadn't heard of him. And um, this is his first big TV series. So he's written a couple of shorts. So he wrote like a short in 2011 and then a couple in 2012 as well. Um, and I think he's done like, I think he's done a small bit of acting. But this is his first big TV drama. And like to debut on like on primetime ITV is pretty impressive. And IMDb also reliably informs me that he's six foot one. Does that usually tell you that? I don't know, but it's just there. Oh my God. Oh Mm. my God. Um, So the show is going to give viewers an emotional insight into the world of counter-terrorism policing and the Metropolitan Police Bomb Disposal Squad. It's starting this Sunday, the 23rd of January at 9 on ITV. And uh, we are hoping it's going to be shown in Ireland as well, but we don't know if that's going to happen. Guys, it's going to be so good. Because if you look at the ITV dramas, like I don't know if anyone watched Des, I think it was last year. Unforgotten is an ITV yeah. drama. Marcella, is she not ITV? <laughs> yeah, like, she was. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't watched the third the season. The Liar, which went bad. Oh, you need to watch the third season of Marcella. It's insane. The Liar, <laughs> that went mad, but it was really good at the start. Like, it's, you know, it's just very happy mentioned, Just as you mentioned Des there, I knew there was another show that I watched that I meant to mention at the start of this. Four Lives on BBC oh, yeah. is incredible. It is a three-part uh, drama based on the true story of the Grinder killer in England. And Jesus, it is enraging, the police incompetence. Um, I, I was aware of kind of headlines of the story, but I did not know the ins and outs. It's incredible television. It's called Four Lives and it's on BBC. Uh, you should watch it. Brilliant. Very exciting. Let's look at the plot of Trigger Point. 
So this time around, guys, Vicky McClure is playing a character called Lana Washington. Um, I feel like I'm going to call her Kate the whole time. I'm also going to call this show Tipping Point constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I apologize in advance. I'm definitely going to tell someone that we have a podcast about tipping points and they're going to be thinking of the slot machine-based game show. Fronted by Ben Shepard. Exactly. Um, Okay, so lead character Lana Washington is an ex-military bomb disposal operative. We're going to learn so much about the world of bombs, guys. We've we've conquered um, AC-12 and the PR side of policing. We've conquered the seas in submarine-based drama Vigil, Vigil, and now we're going to conquer bomb disposal. Um, They're known as Expo. She conducts her dangerous job alongside colleague Joel Nutkins, who bonded with Lana when they both served together in Afghanistan, so she's ex-army. However, and this is a quote, death is always just a heartbeat away for the Expo officers. A reality hammered home when a terrorist campaign threatens the safety of Londoners over one fateful summer. Talking about how he came up with the concept, creator Brearley said, I came across a 1970s BBC documentary called The Long Walk about bomb disposal operatives in Northern Ireland and it was incredible. I've always been fascinated by the mindset of people approaching danger the people who run towards the problem rather than run away from it because that's counter to all our human instincts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He continued, if I saw something dangerous in the street, I would turn and walk in the other direction while I'd fucking run, Pat. <laughs> so these operatives were training themselves to suppress something really natural. I thought that was a really fascinating jumping off point for a drama. We agree. And I wanted to get inside their mindset. So that's what we can expect, guys. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it uh, sounds really good. So then obviously we've got the cast. So it stars our favourite, uh, D.I. Kate Fleming herself, Vicky McClure. So as you said, Hannah, she plays Lana Washington. She's an experienced bomb disposal operative, right? Um, alongside the uh, other officers who risk their lives daily 
on the long walk towards danger. So uh, Daniel Brearley, uh, who's six foot one, said, Lana is the centre of the story for me. Um, <clears throat> he says she's real, vibrant and complicated. She really fits in with the central paradox of the story. How do you train yourself to be this cool in the face of danger? Well, I think Vicky McClure is just cool in the face of danger, full stop. Um, yeah, and then surviving in the real way. world. It sounds like we're also going to get to see both sides of her then, like kind of her, like her friendships, her romantic relationships potentially as well. And then uh, starring opposite her is Adrian Lester, who you'll know from life, Riviera, uh, sorry, Riviera. And then of course, years ago, my loves, he was in The Bill and uh, oh Adrian Lester God. plays um, Lana's colleague, uh, Joel Nuckins. Um, Guys, if our love for this type of TV didn't come from The Bill, then I don't know where I we're know, from. I know, yeah, yeah, the seed was planted early. Um, <laughs> so uh, Daniel said that like Lana and Joel, he's like, they're a real double act. Uh, Joel's the only one who sees all sides of Lana. Um, she never has to pretend around him and he gets her. I'm wondering, is there a romantic uh, thing mm. going on here? Um, they have this symbiotic relationship and they both complete the other. Um, so he says that he wouldn't have Lana, who is raw, vulnerable and wears her heart in her sleeve uh, without a character like Joel, who's completely the opposite. So maybe Lana is completely different to, to Kate Fleming. for uh, Sounds Kate's like play. it. Yeah, and uh, Vicky did say that uh, she couldn't be more different. She's like, they're both very strong women, uh, brave and committed, but that's the kind of role I love to take. And she said, um, while she might not be playing a police officer, people love line of duty, so if there's any comparisons, she's like, it might not be a bad thing. Um, and then there are other uh, cast members as well. Yeah, so we've got Mark Stanley who plays Henry VIII in Anne Boleyn. He's playing D.I. Tom Youngblood. Warren Brown, who's in Luther, is Cara Maguire in the series. Uh, Kerry Godleman, uh, who is in Afterlife, is Kerry uh, Ricky Gervais's wife. wife? Yeah. Yeah, she's brill. So she's going to play Sonia Reeves in this. And rounding out the cast are Cal McCanch. McCanch. Wow. Is. Uh, was in Des actually. I haven't seen Des. Um, so he's going to play Lee Robbins. Um, and we've got Ralph Aronson, who is in the capture playing Commander Bregman. The capture is brilliant. Is that the one that is this like CCTV based drama? Is that the one I'm thinking of with Robin Ellicott from Strike? Okay, well, let me do a quick Google, but if it is, everyone needs to watch it because it's brilliant. And I feel like it flew really under the radar. This series is going to be another very tense, edge-of-your-seat type of drama. And, uh, like, the trailer is so, so good. It's so tense, the trailer, yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, But we do have a a little what Jed said section. Um, So, obviously, we know that uh, with every show that Jed does, he does... He uses them to basically shine a light on issues that he feels need more public awareness. Uh, so, like, line of duty with police corruption, vigil with, uh, like, what was what was the whole point of vi- vigil? Nuclear he weapons. Making, nuclear weapons. Thank you very much. That was very obvious. Um, and, like, obviously, trigger point is no different. So, Jed wants this series to encourage more women to train as bomb disposal experts. And he says, in terms of gender balance uh, within the world of explosives officers, um, it's absolutely a very male-dominated environment. Uh, but he says, we know all professions should be more gender balanced. There should be a much more level playing field for entry to these roles. So he's like, it feels like a good statement to have a female lead. There are women who occupy these roles. And as we go forward, uh, there should be more. Um, and just speaking about um, Vicky McClure's character, Lana, he says she doesn't carry out her role in a feminine way. She's just professional. And he's like, I think it's really important in terms of representation. If we showed the world as male dominated, it might be sending the wrong message to people who might be considering that career. And then Vicky McClure also speaks about the role. And she said, there's only a very small number of expos working with the Metropolitan Police. And none of them are women, as far as she's aware. 
uh, but there would be a lot of female expos in the army. And uh, she's read scripts over the years where she's thought, I really like this script. Um, I, I'd really like his part. Mm. Uh, so she likes that this story is about a female expo and uh, it's completely possible because there are uh, female expos in the army. Um, and she said that she learned things uh, that felt like absolute madness, like taking her helmet off as she approaches the bomb, but then explained uh, that it could impair your vision or it could knock the device if it slipped. And she's like, all these logical things, so you need to take it off to actually work properly around the device. So it sounds like it's going to be extremely, extremely intense and uh, a stressful watch. And she worked with um, actual expos on the series to tell her what to do so it was all accurate. You know, the way that's so interesting. I feel like we're going to have, we're just going to learn loads. Like we learn Mm -hmm. loads about the submarines and vigil. But you know, the way Line of Duty is known for like a really strong opening sequence, like they're almost Hollywood level at this stage. I feel like this is going to have a similar one. I feel like it's going to start with a bang now on Sunday and it's going to be 15 minutes in before we can take a breath. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Uh, yeah, so the trailer was released the night of the Adele special. There's, an, I think, there's actually another trailer as well for episode one. But um, the main one is very tense. Lots of countdown clocks beeping, ticking. Uh, you do overhear a conversation of them saying that whoever the bomber is appears to have military training, so they could be looking for an active officer. That's a bit AC12, yeah. isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's phenomenal. Um, I saw an article in Gratia earlier on um, and it describes episode one as edge of your seat drama and Lana and Joel are called to deal with a suspected bomb factory in a housing estate and basically the tension just never lets up because they uncover the true extent of the threat and by the end of the episode we're all going to be hooked so we're in for a treat from episode one and then is this airing until the 27th of february am i right in saying that so it is yeah i think it's every sunday for six weeks yeah every sunday for six weeks Yeah. yeah yeah it's lovely to have one a week like um that's something that line of duty and vigil i used to love just binging series but i appreciate a series so much more when i get to watch one a week and then think about it in between and digest every detail yeah and have a little podcast yeah exactly (laughs) but it just makes such a difference like i'm enjoying the the tourist is feckin mad but i'm enjoying it that um i think if i watch that all in one go i i don't know Yeah, you just don't appreciate things in the same way. And I think things that are made to be released all in one go are made slightly differently. Whereas this is like a good old-fashioned drama where it's going to end really, really tense, maybe cliffhangers every week, and we're just going to have to suck it up and wait. But Mm. it just makes me so much more excited to sit down then on Sunday. Appointment viewing, as we like to call it. Yes, we'll be absolutely thrilled. We'll be flat out, guys. I mean, the the weeks will fly in because there's nothing happening at the moment. We're still living through all this. It's the perfect time of year for something new like this to come along. And uh, like we say, love having the week in between uh, to hear all of your thoughts and theories and uh, for you to help us kind of digest what, what's going on and, and what all the relationships and the little intricacies are. Guys, I have a few other little bits about Trigger Point to tell you, right? Vicky McClure has been giving loads of interviews this week and she said that Lana, her character, is like really uh, traumatised and messed up, but in fairness, she was in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And she says, as we go through the series, she becomes more lost as she tries to work out who is planting these bombs and why it's getting closer to home. So it is a bit, it's like, it's not necessarily a murder mystery, but there is going to be a mystery and it's going to be like one bomber that we're kind of working towards. Yeah. Um, And then, quote, in the middle of that, she's got her own personal issues to deal with and she's scared because she's losing her instinct. Mm. So I'm excited now. That's very juicy. Yeah, I'm getting vigil vibes a bit. 
Yeah, I'm get I'm getting a cross between Line of Duty and Bodyguard vibes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, bodyguard vibes. I wonder, am I going to think that I'm watching Kate Fleming or is she just gonna be so different that it's just gonna eradicate any of that similarity? I mean, yeah, I, I hope yeah. she's going to be so different. Yeah. Yeah. And when we watched Martin Compton in his little hat, like I didn't think it was Steve. <laughs> no, yeah, no, true. you wouldn't have it all. No. <laughs> and it's, I think the Scottish accent definitely helped. Maybe she'll have a different accent. I don't know. Um, but we'll, I think we're going to fall in love with Lana Washington. Maybe she should wear a little hat. Yes. <laughs> what a name, Lana Washington. Like the woman's already iconic. She hasn't even stepped foot out onto the TV show yet. Iconic. Like- I also wonder, will this, has this been written for a possible, I mean, we haven't even seen the first episode, <laughs> but is it, is it a one-off series or I wonder, has it been written kind of open-ended that it could mm. go further if we all love it? No, yeah. I'd say this is open-ended. I'd say this is ITV going, what's our line of duty? Like, unforgotten. I don't know if people watched the end of that, but that may have ended. Mm. Um, Happy Valley is ITV, isn't it? Yes. Yes, and that and is that coming is, back this year, apparently. Oh, they're filming at the it, moment. But I think it's third and final for that. So maybe they're looking for their next long-running, yep. female-fronted, Sunday night, 9pm, seven-season drama, fingers crossed. Yeah, they need one, don't they? I think they need one now. If they're losing Happy Valley and Unforgotten, I think there's a slot there in town for a strong woman. A strong female lead. Uh, Well, that is it from us. We're going to be back next Wednesday morning with a juicy new podcast. Enjoy the first episode of Trigger Point and please do send in your thoughts and theories at ShrinePod on social and ShrinePod at gmail.com. You can also support the podcast on Patreon. We are patreon.com forward slash ShrinePod. What are we going to call people who uh, subscribe on Patreon now? Um, Patron points, patron trigger, trigger patrons, Mm. Lana Washington. We'll come up with something. Also, um, Lana Washington. (laughs) (laughs) Just the Um, woman's whole name. uh, For those of us, I know, for those of us who do um, support us on Patreon, what we are going to do going forward is um, we will uh, release our our recap podcast to you as soon as it is recorded and then um, it will be available to hear then on like Apple and Spotify and everything then from Wednesday morning. So if you do support us on Patreon, you will get it that little bit earlier. Yes. You can visit our beautiful website, shrinepodcast.com, where you can send in messages to us if you don't want to email us. (laughs) Stunning website. It's a gorgeous Um, website. It's stunning. It's, it's Hannah's baby. I put no work into it. Hannah updates no, it. It's either. so good. It's literally Squarespace 101. I, so. <laughs> I feel terrible now. Please visit our website. And... <laughs> I think we're laughing so much. We need to explain why we're laughing, do we? Well, go on then. So, that we, like, obviously, anyone who has a website knows that you have to pay to keep the website. Yeah. Well, the renewals come up, and we've had a big conversation go, will we keep the website? <laughs> and we were like, don't know. Anyway, it turns out a lot of you do message us through it. Yeah. Um, and Hannah was just a bit concerned that if we did let the website go, people would think we'd gone under. <laughs> people think we had, we'd have spit up, like. Also, there was so. merely a brawl between... Um, the payment for the domain and the payment for Squarespace hosting who paid so got landed with a, with, with a bill <laughs> with the bill so it's like mostly for optics we're keeping the website so please visit us <laughs> I want to see a spike in website traffic when I check next week shrinepodcast.com and just to note we will be live tweeting as we always do 
Will no, we? we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> oh, fuck us. That's only for line of duty. No, we won't be live tweeting, but um, we do well, there's a appreciate your tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because you don't have ITV in this country is why we won't be live tweeting. It's not because we don't want to, guys. No, um, I take um, to the bed as well, so it suits me. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, you'll be tweeting and we have a website. Okay, bye. <laughs> Until then, my precious, stay safe, stay sane and stay stunning. End of your terminated. Go on. This is TV worth talking about. So we want to hear what you have to say. Find Shrine Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at ShrinePod. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.